Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the dull and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Additional questions are being raised about one particular member of that team, Caroline Ellison. She's Sam Bankman-Fried's rumored ex-girlfriend and the CEO of sister company Alameda Research. While Ellison is being accused of losing customer funds, a previous interview sheds light on her philosophy surrounding risk. I think like being comfortable with risk is very important. Quick to react and good at making judgments in very uncertain environments, I think. Uh, there are a lot of people who are like very smart but aren't good at necessarily the very like messy world of trading, especially crypto trading. Yeah, it's extra busy and messy if you, if you don't have any accounting department. If it's a pyramid scheme. Uh, it, why do they all have these weird cartoon voices? Her and her boyfriend, uh, RBF. I think humankind is moving toward an androgynous future. That's what I was wondering. They, her, the, the guy. The fellas sound like this. The girls sound like this. Miley exactly. Cyrus sounds like this a little deeper. <laughs> there are good men out there, guys. Don't give up. Thought like all the guys were evil, but it's not true. Now, is that? That's representative of the Lollipop Guild. 
uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, so that's not STP. That's that's Miley Cyrus. But that you're right. They all have a STP. <laughs> they all have a non-gendered could be a boy or a girl voice. Is that where we're? Is everybody? Is that a put on that young people now do? So it's kind of hard to tell my gender because I'm, uh, you know, buying into the whole non-binary thing. Or is it? Are we? Or is there too much something in the water? I'm a guy, but I apologize for that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't know. You know, two-thirds of the frogs in Houston are, have both such a genitals, or whatever Alex Jones said. Well, it, this might be a good time to hear more from uh, from the girlfriend. Um, So this is the rumored ex-girlfriend. So this is her talking about her math degree. Clip 85 there, Michael? Do you think that you have been able to pull this thing off without your mathematics degree, or... It has been the pillar of your trading activity. Uh, yeah, absolutely could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> Use very little math. When you start out as like an intern and you, you know, do something and accidentally lose, you know, maybe a thousand dollars for your desk, you're like, oh God, like everyone's going to hate me now. Like this is terrible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, over time you have to uh, sort of, yeah get comfortable with larger and larger uh, swings of money. Um, Yeah, trying to think of a good example of a trade where I've lost a ton of money. I got Um, one for you. Well, I don't know. I probably don't want to go into specifics too much (laughs) with that. One one leaps to mind right now, sweetheart. So one of the reasons I wanted to play that is so her, she is considered, some people think she's like the brains behind the thing um, or not. And this other guy, uh, uh, SBF, yeah. Not to be confused again with SPF, which is how effective your sunscreen is. <laughs> so the other crypto king, king who was the this generation's Vanderbilt or whatever, um, also smart. But you listen to these two people and you think, wow, those people could build a thirty-some billion-dollar company and become billionaires themselves in their twenties. Well, and actually, they had an empire of one hundred plus interrelated companies. I mean, just now, she's how not, significant each one was is difficult for me to say, but uh, yeah. she also has Elizabeth Holmes energy. Don't you feel like kind of a similar sort of the, what is with the weird voices? Elizabeth Holmes, the other <laughs> most recent scammer, Silicon Valley supposed just genius. Got sentenced, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's getting sentenced right now. She also has kind of a weird voice. Is that is that part of the whole scam mentality? I don't know. It just These seems are weird. Questions. I know it did. Sure. I don't know what's going what on. of Miley Cyrus again? I ask. <laughs> anyway, now that's called cigarettes. Ah, uh, so uh, Bahamas-based FTX filed for bankruptcy Friday, just four days after Mister Bankman Freed tweeted that FTX was fine and in recent weeks and months he was encouraging his employees to invest to put their life savings in it telling them everything's great oh, man, that's rough. Just utterly unconscionable you had uh, his employees vomiting when the news became official um, which does not surprise me a bit um, and cryptocurrency lender BlockFi Inc. is preparing a potential bankruptcy firing uh, filing after halting withdrawals of customer deposits oh boy and said it has, quote, significant exposure to bankrupt exchange. FTX people familiar with the matter said, 
Uh, bah, 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 bah. In one week, FTX went from one of the biggest cryptocurrency exchanges to bankruptcy, shaking the entire digital asset market. Coinbase CFO Alicia Haas discussed what comes next for the industry. Oh, that's a tape. Sorry, we don't have that tape ready. Um, FTX and its related companies, more than 100 affiliated entities, filed for bankruptcy protection Friday without disclosing which other crypto firms may have holdings tied up in the exchange. So the the fallout, the uh, Jenga game, uh, the mm. crumbling is not yet over, not even close. Jenga game is a good way to put it. Let's see. Do I have more on this or... Uh... Oh, and interestingly enough, this writer for Vox.com reached out to the guy via direct messages on Twitter just like two days ago after all this broke and said, hey, dude, what's going on? Not expecting to have any answer. They they had gotten to know each other a little bit previously uh, through an interview, I guess. Um, And and this uh, SBF uh, got back to, I think it's him. Uh, no, well, it's one of those androgynous names, Kelsey, once again with the androgyny, um, got back to her or him and uh, said, yeah, F regulators, they make everything worse. They don't protect customers at all, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then this writer, to their credit, said, um, uh, this uh, hasn't gone real well for you this week. And a lot of people have lost a tremendous amount of money. And uh, and he essentially said, well, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, innovators got to innovate and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he says, I'm sort of putting together a picture where you don't believe any anyone is doing anything for good reasons. You don't believe the good guys are good. So why not make it big and then be the one who decides what good is? And if you have to do sketchy stuff along the way, everyone else is doing it, too. And plenty of them are worse and people still like them as long as they win. Is that fair? And SBF said, what we're left with at the end of the day is only the rich can invest. Only they can make or lose money. Um, and there's some truth to what you say. It's also true that I didn't want to do sketchy stuff. There are huge negative effects from it, and I didn't mean to. And so uh, FTX is going to, the founder is going to appear alongside Ukraine's President Zelensky at a New York Times event today. I have a feeling he is uh, not. You have a feeling he's not going to be there? No. No, indeed. Did he... uh, I'm I'm guessing he didn't move his company to the Bahamas because the weather is nice. Well, no, it was... They were in Hong Kong till Hong Kong fell into Chinese hands. Then they relocated to the Bahamas uh, for the same reason a lot of uh, uh, companies are offshore, Internet companies are offshore, because they're less regulated, and they don't fall under U.S. laws, although this guy's going to. Oh, he is. Uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for reasons that are too complicated to explain, but, uh, you know, you defraud this many U.S. citizens out of their money, the U.S. has an interest in it. A couple things real quick. Let's do, uh, this is uh, Kelly O'Grady. Uh, Clip 81, Michael. Additional questions are being raised about one particular member of that team, Caroline Ellison. She's Sam Bankman-Fried's rumored ex-girlfriend and the CEO of sister company, Alameda Research. Yeah, never mind. Skip that one, Michael. Skip that one. Let's go to 82. 
And you may recall that Sam Bankman-Fried was a Democratic mega-donor this past election cycle, but now we're also learning more about his family and their ties to Democrats. Bankman-Fried's father helped Senator Elizabeth Warren draft a tax bill. His mother runs Mind the Gap, an organization that helps secure Democratic funding from well-known Silicon Valley donors. And his brother's two meetings with White House officials in March and May have also raised questions. Now, the former CEO is currently in the Bahamas, but Fox has confirmed U.S. and Bahamian authorities are discussing potential extradition options to bring him back to the states for questioning you know i'd like to revise and extend my previous comments mr chairman so this family was a cash spigot for democrats right i mean unimaginable amount of uh, amounts of money Uh, from the beginning this sbf became the darling of the liberal media because he was spouting this earn to give. The only reason I want to make a lot of money is to give away a lot of money. And by give away, he meant fund Democratic politicians. That and 10-person polyamorous relationships in the Bahamas on a yacht. I like that, too, apparently. See, that's the thing. And, And earlier, we talked about the idea that the whole thing just existed to finance Democrats. And I said, nah, I don't think that's truth. I th- uh, the truth. I think it's greed. And they financed Democrats partly because they wanted a friendly regulatory right. environment. But I've got to admit, given the whole, given the whole family involvement in it and the fact that he's been touting this earn to give thing and what he does is give to Democrats. <laughs> uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Difficult to say. Uh, but a hell of a lot of people have lost their life savings. It's going to be interesting to see what this does to investing. Uh, I think most people over a certain age were beyond skeptical about any of this crypto stuff anyway, because it was going to take too much time to figure out. And then you get the younger crowd that, you know, it's a smaller percentage of the younger crowd that invests at all anyway, because uh, you don't think long term when you're younger. At least I didn't. <laughs> and uh, uh, but those that were enthusiastic about all this different stuff and got into it, whether it was and we may have worked with one who was really enthusiastic about this stuff and thought it was the new, you know, gold rush or the way things were going to work, whether it was the NTFs, which completely fell apart or a bunch of this crypto stuff or different things. They're probably feeling pretty burned and they may never come back. And mm-hmm. just, just you know, classic investing like, okay, Ford Motor Company, they make cars, and I can check every quarter to see how many cars they sold. You know, that yeah. sort of thing, is, or, or Target. I have Target stock. I go to Target. Seems real busy. People seem to like still like Target. Whereas crypto, I don't have the slightest freaking idea. I barely understand what it is, and there's no way I can, like, uh, in, in, ingest what how it's doing. Right. You know, I have an okay understanding of blockchain technology, and I think it's a really interesting and extremely promising technology. But I also think, you know, rightly or wrongly, people are going to take away from this whole thing that right. our institutions may be bloated and inefficient and sometimes half crooked or mostly crooked, but at least they're institutions. They've been around for a while, and you understand who they are, what they are, and where they can be found. Yeah, and they are unlikely to disappear overnight. Most of the things, well, the things I just mentioned, Target and Ford, for instance, and there's lots of stocks like that, aren't going to just fall apart overnight. Like, literally overnight. Like, you wake up in the morning, turns out Target was a scam the whole time. Can't happen. No, I bought towels there. I'm telling you, it was real. (laughs) Um, 
the the tech stocks to me are kind of in between, and then we got to take a break. Uh, people like to get together and show each other pictures of their grandparents or their, or their grandchildren or whatever, exchange recipes or screech about the other side being evil. I get Facebook. I get Twitter. They could go away fairly quickly, but there are actually people there exchanging grandkid photos right. and, and political screeds. Right. Uh, but the crypto thing, woo, here today, gone tomorrow. You can feel a sense of the popularity of Facebook or something, though. At least, again, mm-hmm. you still you have sure. some information you can get. Um, uh, what are the most surveilled cities in the world? Some politics we can talk about. A number of different things on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Don't wish it away. Don't look at it. CNN hosted a town hall with the former vice president, and I noticed that Pence has some trouble remembering everyone's name. Take a look at this. Watch it. Meet uh, Andrea Barbara Dansby from Anderson, Indiana. Andrea. Hi, Barbara. Hello. <laughs> Barbara, thank you. I'm, I represented Madison County in Congress for many years. <laughs> Andrea. It's nice to see you. Daniela Melosi. She's from, she's from Fort Wayne. Oh, Michelle, uh, good to have you here. And, uh, Danielle, forgive me. We have a process in this country where, where states conduct elections, Jack. Jake. <laughs> I guess now we know why he calls his wife mother, you know? Poor no. Mike. Poor Mike Pence has the thing I have with names. You just, they're just. They're just like not something that latches onto my brain. Whereas I've I've known people, know people that names stick immediately to them. Oh yeah, I I I hate the whole name thing. I will go into meeting <laughs> somebody saying, "Remember their names. This is important. Remember their names." And five seconds later, I, on. I like you saying, "I hate the whole name thing." Just as a concept, oh, I really do. You just want Let's us to just go with around. dude and sweetheart or baby, whatever. You. Um, oh, that reminds oh, me. Just I, watching, I will know. I will know people's names. And I will be so nervous about using them in case I get them wrong. I'm paranoid about it. Yeah, I almost never drop a name unless it's somebody I know really, really well, because I know it's yeah. so likely I get it wrong. I was watching a, one of the classic Saturday Night Live bits came across my YouTube feed, and I watched it. It's when they did the game show, What's My Name? And they did that several times where they'd have the, the host and the guests on there, and uh, they'd ask him a couple of questions like, uh, you know, name a celebrity, that blah, blah, blah. What's, what's their name? And you'd answer it. He won $5. Now for $250,000. They bring out Jim from work. You've sat next to Jim and his wife at a Christmas party three years in a row. This is Jim's wife. What's her name? For $250,000. What's her name? (laughs) And they go through things like that. It's hilarious. It's all the names you should know. But it's not hilarious. It's don't. sickening. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, these yeah. are your wife's three bridesmaids from when you got married 15 years ago. What's their names? Oh. A <laughs> um, uh, couple things for you to mention. The Senate, I guess, passed this, and it's going to be a law fine where uh, same-sex marriage is recognized in all states. Who knew that it wasn't already, but this is being seen as a major win by something, or I don't even know what the point of this is. The point is in case, and this was never going to happen, right. 
the Clarence Thomas view prevails and the uh, law uh, legalizing gay, uh, gay marriage uh, goes away, this codifies it. Well, I thought this was interesting. That I came across this yesterday. This is from the dissent in the whole gay marriage thing that John Roberts wrote, the chief justice. He dissented in the case that allowed gay marriage to happen. Not because, similar to the abortion thing, not because they don't want abortion or don't think gay people get married. It's just not a constitutional question. And uh, John Roberts wrote, if you are among the many Americans of whatever sexual orientation who favor expanding same-sex marriage, by all means, celebrate today's decision. Celebrate the achievement of a desired goal. Celebrate the opportunity for a new expression of a commitment to a partner. Celebrate the event. No benefits, but do not celebrate the Constitution. It had nothing to do with it. I respectfully dissent. Found that interesting. And that's always that always gets construed as being, you know, you don't want women to get an abortion. You don't want gay people to get married. No, it's is it part of the Constitution or not? That's the question. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden returns to Washington, where congressional Republicans are promising to investigate his son, Hunter. The Bidens flourished and became millionaires by simply offering access to the family. Officials say the Biden administration is already preparing for a series of investigations. The spokesman for the White House Counsel's Office says, quote, instead of working with President Biden to address issues important to the American people, like lower costs, congressional Republicans' top priority is to go after President Biden with politically motivated attacks chock full of long debunked conspiracy theories. How do we feel about this? Do we feel like that's the right thing to do for the Republicans to come in and investigate Fauci and Hunter Joe connections and various things like that. Generally, that hasn't worked out for parties as opposed to some sort of forward looking fix the problems of today. You can definitely make an argument for looking forward and fixing problems or, or trying to make Americans' lives better. Um, I would argue that accountability and a reckoning with COVID policy is well worth the time. And if if you got a crime family run in the White House, that's worth knowing, too. The Democrats certainly had no hesitance to say, we ought to know every single iota of information about the Trump family's businesses. The people have a right to know. I mean... Uh... Well, there's also this angle of it. Similar to, uh, I was talking earlier about people on the right who have glee that Nancy's gone. I think she's going to be replaced by somebody you like less. And uh, also, if Kevin McCarthy is pushed out, hey, people on the left, they're gleeful about that. I think he will be replaced by somebody you like less. And if Joe Biden went down or is damaged, but if if he was driven out of office by some sort of Hunter Biden scandal... Does that help Republicans' chances? I think Joe Biden hanging around is a good thing. Now, now you could be, if you want to be pure of heart and not cynical, uh, you don't want a crime family running the government, period, no matter how it affects future politics. Right, if, if, right. If, if, yeah, if I was going to say, uh, I think you're overthinking it. You're over-egging the pudding, whatever that means. I'm, yeah, don't, well, I don't know. It's the same thing Nancy Pelosi... justice, it's always. Same, it's the same thing Nancy Pelosi did by not actually pursuing both impeachments. They wanted Trump around. So I'm just taking the same angle Nancy did. The, I want Biden around. Well, I'll not have your double dealings. Because you're pure of heart. Exactly. Everybody so says I, that I think me. that you may be over-egging the pudding a bit. And the other <laughs> angle, because, well, the, the, we were skipping parts that you might not know if you're not into politics. The Republicans are going to control the House of Representatives then you can yes. then you can investigate anything you want because the chairs of various committees are Republicans, the party that has power, and they get to decide what we're going to do. Investigate, and one of the investigations announced yesterday by a couple of different committee members is probing into whether Joe Biden is a security risk because of his connections with uh, Hunter, the President of the United States, a security risk. So we'll see where that goes, and if that's if the American people or enough of the American people think yes, that's what I want the Republicans to be doing as opposed to passing some giant immigration bill or something like that. Not that you can't do both. As a guy who's a fan of language, I just uh, looked up what over-egging the pudding actually means. Yeah, it's funny. I don't have the slightest idea. We've used that phrase a lot of times since I've been... I was called that by Ian Bremmer some time ago. Well, he accused you of perhaps over-egging the pudding in a funny voice. Uh, It's similar... (laughs) 
it seems to me to gilding the lily. Uh, it's used to say that you think somebody has done more than is necessary. I did that last or is night. <laughs> you know, you're not helping. Uh, somebody has done something more than necessary or has added unnecessary details to make something seem better or worse than it really is. Oh, really? If you're telling lies, keep it simple. Never over-egg the pudding. Okay, well, does it have to be a lie? Just to... No. Okay. No, an explanation, a rationale, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, That's a pretty fancy expression for that. I like it. So I I think that you may be over egging (laughs) the pudding a bit. That was so. That was a love that was him. a smart. That was a guy with a PhD from Stanford, I think, in poli sci, telling me I was full of crap. That's what that's. Well, that's you're trying too hard, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. And gilding the lily refers to you have something incredibly beautiful, and you decide to gold plate it to make it even more beautiful. This don't don't oh, gild the okay. lily. It's fine. Um, that's my understanding of it. Oh, speaking of that sort of thing, coming up next segment. We've been playing Elton John music uh, as bumper music. He's wrapping up his career with three giant shows at uh, Dodger Stadium in L.A., where uh, he broke at the Troubadour. Thank you for that reminder. Uh, Alert listener, who was that? Uh, Look it up. But anyway, uh, in 1970, the big show was. Um, Bernie Taupin, I believe, he texted us. uh, Yeah, thanks, Bernie. Anyway, uh, it is my belief as, according to some, an authority... On rock music, that a certain Elton John song is the greatest song of all time Ooh. when measured by a particular standard. Okay. I will explain the standard. I will illustrate. We will play part of the song. You will uh, agree with me. Uh, Next I've, segment. I've got something interesting about victimhood, which is a mania that has swept our nation and is probably a very bad thing for. Any culture? Uh, maybe we can get to that in hour three of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Came across this yesterday. The world's most surveilled cities. That would be cities with the most surveillance cameras per square mile. Now, I'm, uh, I'm guessing this is a little misleading because some of it has to do with what that city or province or state or government is doing with the cameras. Right? A whole bunch of cameras in China is not the same as a whole bunch of cameras in New York. Don't trust China! Although there is a risk that the one becomes the other. Right. Right. And San Francisco is the first state in America to have made a deal with the police department where they now can get access to people's uh, security cameras, even the private ones. So... Anyway, but so let's just go with the blanket, though, this. World's most surveilled cities, cities with the most surveillance cameras per square mile. I think you'll be surprised by some of this. So uh, I'll present it this way, that uh, the top three are not China, but number four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve are all China. So almost all of the top 12 are China, but not the top three. Number one, Delhi, India. With hmm. 1,800 cameras per square mile. Another giant what? city in India that I'd never heard of has 609 uh, cameras per square mile. Now, that's a third of the record holder. But who's number two? 1,100 cameras per square mile, London. Wow. Which I found fascinating. 
And you drop way down. Now, I don't know where they got this information, because maybe China lies about everything. How do you know how many cameras China has? It just occurred to me. You walk down the street counting them as they watch you through the camera? Why is he counting? Uh, But uh, some city in China that I'd never heard of has uh, 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 less than a third as Delhi, India, and less than half as many as London uh, in terms of cameras. So uh, we're going way the direction, the Western world, of having surveillance uh, like China. Uh, I've noticed in both uh, works of fiction, like movies and and stuff like that, and also news stories, that uh, in London, indeed, if anything happens, somebody has footage of it. The government, probably. Well, the the um, the numbers of cameras. I mean, well, it's worth pointing out that like number one and number two lap everybody below that by a lot. So you get down to New York City, which is the most surveilled city in America, hundred and ninety four cameras per square mile. 194. Again, London, 1,138. Wow. So we have way, 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 way few cameras in America in our most surveilled city than a lot of other countries are doing. And I would like to keep it that way, personally. I don't know how you all feel. Do you want to go that direction? More cameras? Do you think that makes you safer? Because that's the argument, right? Well, we need to be able to catch criminals. Yeah, well, it's a fairly compelling argument in a time of exploding crime. I'm not saying I'm in favor of it, but I get why uh, the companies and governmental organizations that want to go this direction, I get why they're getting over. If we had the kind of cameras in L.A. and New York or wherever your crime is bad, Portland, as they have in London, almost pretty much anything that happens, you'd have caught it on... Moscow, Idaho. Right. Four poor college kids were killed. Good example. They might have a dude on a private security camera. Maybe not. Well, you'd almost guaranteed to have somebody on a camera if you got that density of cameras. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm against it. But I, if I had to guess, 50 years from now, there's a lot more cities that look like London than there are not. Well, I can I can craft you uh, an argument slash plan for how we would, for instance, have a camera on uh, every corner in Moscow, Idaho, to protect the uh, University of Idaho kids, and how it would be safeguarded so that nobody could abuse it. I could spell you out that plan right now, and then the next breath, I could spell out precisely how it would be violated and when, and the answer to when would be the next day. Right. And that's the history of these things. Right. So where does that leave us? Interesting. So, uh, greatest song ever crafted? Is that what you're telling us? Mm. There's a certain Elton John song that I believe is the greatest song of all time by one particular measure okay. that I have crafted <laughs> okay. myself. Fantastic. But I am absolutely certain that I will not be contradicted. I am correct. It is the greatest song of all time by this measure. We'll get to the whole victimhood thing in another hour, too, which is a fascinating part of our culture and plays a lot uh, with our politics. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ten months after she was found guilty on four counts of criminal fraud, the founder of blood testing startup Theranos facing sentencing today in the San Jose courthouse. Government prosecutors want to see her serve 15 years and pay over $800 million in restitution. But Holmes, who is pregnant with her second child, is asking for leniency, seeking house arrest instead of jail time, or at most, 18 months behind bars. In a filing, Holmes' legal team arguing their client has been mocked and vilified, submitting 130 sympathetic letters of support from friends, family, investors, and even New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. I've been mocked and vilified. Get over it. Mocked and vilified for being one of the great scam artists of all time? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. (laughs) That's what societies do. And there is some belief that she got pregnant on purpose to try to help with the sentencing and everything like that. Who knows? Well, she's a scam artist. It crossed my mind, yeah. 
What's that uh, T-shirt that I like that nobody buys? It's the Armstrong and Getty T-shirt. Uh, that uh, it, It's Latin for mockery teaches morals. There's a reason she's vilified. Mm. By the way, Michael, I think you have done a nice job on this Elton John day of crafting the, the list of my least favorite Elton John songs so far. <laughs> really? And, avo- and avoiding the greatest ones. Yes, I mean, and avoiding really all the really popular ones with, that everybody with likes. like one exception. <laughs> I pulled up the greatest hits, so I, I'm sorry. Based on, according to who, those are the greatest hits. Well, no, that's the Elton John's greatest hits. Daniel is like the second track on there, I think, or something like oh. that, but... Do you remember um, when it, one of my favorite lines of all time? Do you remember when Elton John got caught on tape cursing out some people? I think it was at an airport or something like that. Something oh, happened. Yeah. And he, Rude, vile pigs. And he used some horrible language, though, uh, at, at one point. And I pigs. remember pigs. I remember a news announcer doing that story and saying, Is that the same mouth you sang Daniel with? <laughs> oh, that's priceless. <laughs> Well, yeah, we may have to take the reins uh, for what Elton John songs we play as he closes out his fabulous career with three giant sold-out shows, I think, at Dodgers Stadium in Los Angeles. Anyway, uh, so speaking of Elton John, uh, uh, Michael, uh, play play just a bit of the song I asked for. Instantly recognizable. 95% of the audience, young and old, said, oh, this is Benny and the Jets. Now... It is my belief. All right, go ahead and turn it down. Uh, Benny and the Jets is the greatest rock song of all time when measured by the ratio of popularity. And popularity is times played, people singing along with the chorus, people buying the record, whatever. Popularity. Greatest of all time, the ratio between popularity and having any earthly idea what the hell the words are. Because nobody has the slightest idea what any of the words are, except for Benny and the Jets. That's the part I sing along with. Yes. So I will now. I might do that. People know that part, too. That's a good point. And maybe the bit about Candy and Ronnie, which sounds like Rhonda. But anyway. Here are the lyrics to Benny and the Jets. Hey, kids, shake it loose together. The spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather. Now admit to me right now, you didn't know no. anything but hey, kids. No, I no, I had no idea of that. We'll kill the fatted calf tonight, so stick around. You're going to hear electric music, solid walls of sound. I guarantee you, if you'd ask me to wager, I would have bet that fatted calf does not come up in Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Say, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Oh, but they're so spaced out. Benny and the Jets. Oh, but they're weird and they're wonderful. That uh, People know the chorus. Oh, Benny, she's really keen. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Oh, Benny and the Jets. I'm pretty good on that part. Second verse. Hey, kids, plug into the faithless. Maybe they're blinded, but Benny makes them ageless. I couldn't have given you two syllables of that. No, what this speaks to is how uh, m- popularity of music works. There are songs that, it, that you, you like because the lyrics mean so much to you. Then there are other mm-hmm. songs you like. The lyrics could have been anything. It was just the beat, the sound, the production, the whole thing. Like this song, clearly. I and mean, the rhythm of it. Yeah, the rhythm of the lyrics. It's cool. It's it's practically rapping, but nobody has any freaking could idea have ju- what Could have is easily just scatted through that, and it would yeah. have been the same effect. 
Scooby-Doo, be shooby-doo-ah. Uh, hey, kids, plug into the faithless. Maybe they're blinded, but Benny makes them ageless. We shall survive. Let us take ourselves along when we fight our parents out in the streets to find out who, find who's right and who's wrong. Back into the chorus. You know, Louis, Louis Armstrong is credited with fi- figuring that out in about 1920, that, you know, with the right groove and the right everything, just a habadigadabaduba is as good as any lyric. Right, right. Well, actually, isn't that the point of that uh, that song that we use as bumper music sometimes? Exactly. That's a catchy tune, and it's not because the lyrics touch me and remind me of high school or anything like that. Yeah. Hey, kids, shake it loose together. The spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather. The fatted calf tonight? No, no idea. We'll kill the fatted calf tonight, so stick around. You're going to hear electric music, solid walls of sound. Right. Which they did at Dodger Stadium. I'm jealous. I have no tickets. Uh, I'm going to talk about victimhood to kick off our three fascinating piece from a book about it. It's a disease that has swept our nation maybe more than any culture since the Roman Empire. So we'll take a look at that. Yeah, we've been talking about this for years. I remember when the book Underdogma came out. That was so interesting. We talked to the author. We've cited it many times. The idea that if you're downtrodden, you are automatically the good. You are the pure-hearted, and anybody who does well is the opposite. Speaking to something we covered a few minutes ago, the Republicans saying they're going to investigate Hunter Biden and stuff like that, the corporate anti-Republican media uh, howled about how Republicans ran on this and that, and all they're going to do is investigations, blah, blah, blah. I feel like the Republicans heard that because I've seen a couple of headlines already come out today of uh, oversight committee saying they're going to look for waste, fraud, and abuse. They're going to make that their number one priority. So uh, uh, some stuff on the border. So I think the Republicans heard that and thought, okay, we need to make it clear that we have other priorities, too. Sure. Yeah. And that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all for that. Jesus, pass some sort of border policy and and let America talk about it. And if the Senate shoots it down, fine. But let them get blamed for shooting it down. Space aliens will descend from the sky and cure cancer before that happens. Boy, that seems unlikely that space aliens, if they did come, would cure cancer. So <laughs> my, my point precisely. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Hold your breath till you turn blue, huh? <laughs> All right. Sing Benny and the Jets and why, until it and, makes sense. I know we only got 15 seconds, but so you don't even think the Republicans will pass a border policy. <sighs> It'll be difficult for them to uh, come to an agreement, and having the issue is more valuable than solving the ah, issue. That hurts. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another 
another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.